The key is we're looking for the right partners. We're looking for people who have a servant's heart, who are wanting to give back, who are uh, interested in growing and building a sustainable business through reaching heroes. So we're not looking for just anybody. We're looking for the right people with the same approach and vision and heart that we do as a program. You found the Real Estate Law Podcast because real estate is more than just pretty pictures and law goes well beyond paperwork and courtroom arguments. If you're a real estate professional or looking to build real estate expertise, then welcome to the conversation and discover more at realestatelawpodcast.com. Welcome to the Real Estate Law Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you again for joining us. Jason Muth here along with real estate broker, real estate attorney, Rory Gill, coming to us from the Boston office in South Boston today. Rory, we're recording this right before St. Patrick's Day. Is the is the neighborhood humming? Um, it's a, the calm before the storm right now. We just had um, a little bit of bad weather the past couple of days, but it's going to yes. spring up to life in the next couple. I'm excited for today's podcast, and it's a really practical one for a lot of the realtor listeners, um, real estate attorney listeners, and everybody here, because we're always looking for something to add to our toolkit to help serve our clients better. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about um, a valuable uh, program that you can use to help your um, your military buyers. Yes, not just military, first responders and everything. And we'll have David talk about that. But let's welcome to the podcast. This is David Kane. He is the CEO and Chief Hero Evangelist of Heroes Home Advantage. David, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate the two of you. Super excited about today. Awesome. Well, you know, we've been in discussion with you and your team for a number of months now to get you on the podcast. So we're very excited to hear about Heroes Home Advantage, some of the great work that you've done over uh, the years that you've been operating. You know, learn about why you did it, why you're doing it, you know, what the benefits are to all of the first responders and military folks who are uh, beneficiaries of the service you're providing, and then how this could help out. Uh, with lead generation and goodwill for all the realtors uh, and other you know people in the real estate and law communities that you work with. So first, I should ask where where are you right now? Where are you coming from? I am actually in Columbia, South Carolina, home of the Gamecocks. All right, did they make the tournament this year or no? No, no, a little rough year. Rebuilding, yeah. first year of a new coach. So maybe next year. Yeah. I'm such a non-basketball person for some reason, but I know that, you know, in your part of the country, the Carolinas, I mean, basketball is, you know, it goes like church and basketball, I think in some, in some people's minds. Oh yeah. And football. So. And football. Yeah. Well, we're yeah. big football, but we're a pro, you know, up here in New England, you know, we're, you know, God bless all the college teams up here, but they're nothing like, you know, the SEC yeah. <laughs> and the big 10, all those places. So David, tell us a little bit about Heroes Home Advantage. Like, you know, when did you found this organization? Why did you do it? And what are some of the things that you've learned along the way? Absolutely. So great questions. Uh, Heroes Home Advantage was started 12 years ago by a actually a realtor named Michelle Ladd out of Rochester, New York. She was looking away, looking for a way to give back. And um, she had a long history of people in the military, healthcare, and a couple other hero categories. And she was just interested in giving back and serving these people. The last couple of years, she has kind of gone a little bit different direction towards some nonprofits that she has. 
And uh, I took over the program last year. Um, we've made um, a lot of changes that I think are going to be very, very beneficial for the partners, for our heroes. Um, and so we're super, super excited about the growth that we've had and the future of the program. Over the last 12 years, we have given back over $20 million to our heroes. So we're super, mm-hmm. super proud of that. Were you participant of the program before you took it over recently? No, I was not. Uh, I had reached out to her just trying to learn about the program, potentially becoming a partner. And uh, we developed a, a relationship and realized we had a lot of synergy and a lot of uh, similar views. And so last year, she knew that she was going to go a little bit different direction. So I purchased the program from her and am super excited about just the program, the ability to give and serve others that serve us so well. So first responders are a category that are on, it's been on everyone's mind for recently, you know, through COVID and, you know, we've been through a number of military conflicts and, you know, I think we all have first responders in our lives, whether they're serving overseas or serving in the communities in which we live. What are some of the things that you've learned in working with this community? Are there any unique not just benefits, but any unique um, situations where people that are part of the program have given back to their communities or have benefited themselves as a result of working with Heroes Home Advantage? Yeah. So, you know, there's five different hero categories. And so there's military, police, fire, healthcare, and education. And so all of these categories, they give so much, they sacrifice you know, their time, their energy, you know, time away from family. And uh, so it's just been really satisfying to give back. I've got family or friends that's in pretty much every category. My sister is a teacher. There was a time 10 or 15 years ago, I was going through a rough patch in my life. She, so I'd actually moved in with her and she was a school teacher. As I mentioned earlier, she'd get up every morning, you know, five o'clock, five fifteen, you know, get ready to go to 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 school. And uh she would, you know, get home around, you know, three, four, five o'clock. She'd fix dinner. And once dinner was over, then she would be back grading papers, you know, homework. She'd work till, you know, 10 o'clock at night. And yeah. Sorry, I didn't expect that. You know, just seeing the sacrifice that um that all of these people give. One of the motivations is just to to give back. Yeah, these folks are giving a lot of their time, a lot of their lives. It's time away from their family. Mm-hmm. If they're you know serving somewhere that's not where they can go home at night, many many hours, early mornings, late nights. Uh, what does the giving back involve? You know, you mentioned twenty million dollars has been given back to our heroes as part of the program. Why don't you talk a little bit about how those rebates occur and what qualifies? I mean. People are qualified if they are in one of the hero categories, but how did they get signed up with a program like this? Yeah, so the way it works is we've got partners, uh, whether it be realtors, lenders, or attorneys, who are willing to give back a portion of their commission when our heroes buy or sell real estate. The key point is that the heroes need to start with us because we need to connect them with our network. Because not every person in those three categories, the realtor, the lender, or the attorney or title company, 
is willing to give a portion of their commission. And so we need to make sure that they are connected with our network of people that are willing to give back. And so, you know, the realtor typically, well, the realtor does give, it's a 25% referral back to the hero. The lender gives up to 500 or the cost of the appraisal and the attorney or title company gives up to $250. And so when you combine it all together, it's a significant amount of money that's going back to the hero and it goes to the hero at closing, um, which is unique because most programs are not giving it back to the hero at closing. And to my knowledge, we are the highest percentage of the amount that goes back to the hero of any program in the country. Now, I have to ask, and I guess my job here is to get into the, the nitty gritty and the details, but does this um, does this rebate program interfere at all with VA loans or other benefits that these um, that these heroes may have? No, great question. So this goes with any program because it's not a loan program. It is a credit that's given by all the parties that are involved in the transaction. So whether they're going with an FHA loan, conventional loan, VA loan, USDA loan, this can go with any program because it's not a loan program. Everybody that's a part of our network is giving back a portion of their commission to the hero. Especially with, you know, heroes on the home front, um, teachers and people working in our communities um, across the country, we're facing, you know, home affordability issues that are really driving out a lot of the people we really need to hold our communities together. Can you speak a little bit about what this means to to those heroes when, you know, when they make the most expensive purchase of their lives, um, they just get a little bit of re- relief from all those upfront costs? Absolutely. So, As we mentioned earlier, these people are sacrificing so much already, whether it's deployments or working third shifts at the hospital, you know, being away from their families, you know, all kinds of sacrifices for us. And in these professions, they're not doing it for money. They're doing it to make a difference. And so, you know, their bank accounts typically aren't flush with cash. They don't have plenty of money for down payment or closing costs. And so, this is extremely valuable to these people. In some cases, it makes a difference of whether they become homeowners or whether they continue to rent because it could be, you know, up to $5,000 or more, depending on the purchase price, that's basically given back to them to pay their closing costs. So mm-hmm. it's a huge, huge difference and has a, a big impact on on uh, all of these hero categories. And it definitely helps with home affordability, as you mentioned, which is becoming a big issue. We'll be right back. Every other real estate rental property deal analysis spreadsheet is wrong. The only spreadsheet that correctly analyzes your real estate deals taking into account reserves, true cash flow, including depreciation, and your true net equity on a property is the world's greatest real estate deal analysis spreadsheet from the Real Estate Financial Planner. Download a free copy today and finally start analyzing your rental properties correctly. Go to refp.info forward slash free to download it today. 
you tell us a little bit about the the network? Because I'm looking on your website, and you know, there's probably about a hundred or so dots on the map of the United States, and I'm seeing a lot are concentrated in the southeast and and the northeast, actually, throughout Pennsylvania, Delaware, upstate New York, and then Carolina's down to Florida. Looks like you have a, a handful around Chicago, and then it goes west. And you know, U.S. maps are always well. The U.S. map is always so deceiving because there's such a small population in large parts of the country. You know, so we tend to see lots of dots around the large metropolitan areas for whatever type of map you're looking at, if it's McDonald's or coffee spots or you guys. But have you noticed a greater adoption or more success in certain parts of the country? Are you looking to grow in specific parts of the country? Like, talk a little bit about your footprint. Yeah, absolutely. So right now we are in the process of uh, expansion. We are looking for partners that can help our heroes. We're doing massive branding and marketing campaigns and things to increase awareness about our program and just try to reach more heroes because more heroes need to know about what we're offering because obviously I'm biased, but in my opinion, it's the best program in the country. And so we are looking for more partners. So that is is something that is a focus of ours. Absolutely. would love to talk to anybody that's willing to give back. The key is we're looking for the right partners. We're looking for people who have a servant's heart, who are wanting to give back, who are uh, interested in growing and building a sustainable business through reaching heroes. So we're not looking for just anybody. We're looking for the right people with the same approach and vision and heart that we do as a program. I know a lot of people in these professions are looking for genuine ways to give back to the community. Um, it's not just about money for for everybody. What are some reasons that people in these professions should really consider partnering with you? Well, I think it's really just the, the core of who we are. Um, it is because we give back at a higher percentage than any program in the country. They hopefully know what our real uh, intention is. And it is about giving back. Um, now, we are going to be branding and, and doing marketing campaigns, more podcasts like, like yours. And so we want to partner with our partners to grow their business. This is not a, hey, come join us and uh, we'll see you next year when it's, when it's due. I give every single partner my cell phone number. And we also have a weekly partner success call um, that's optional, but uh, we do offer it to everybody. Um, we also offer a money back guarantee if they do not 4X their investment. So we are here not as a program to just you know, benefit ourselves. We're here to help our partners reach heroes and as I mentioned, build a long-term sustainable business by giving back to our heroes. Mm -hmm. So the model, when you're working with a partner, when you identify the right partner, it sounds like there's um, more than just um, a rebate that they're giving off of their commission. Is there uh, some kind of upfront fees or monthly fees? Is that something that you'd want to get into? Or is that more of a one-on-one -on -one conversation with people who are interested? No, we're happy to talk about that. Um, one thing that I am and... Our company is going to be is we're 100% transparent. So we are more than willing to have any conversation about the structure, what we're doing, how we're doing it, 
with any partner, because again, we want to make sure we have the right partners and it's a two-way conversation. You know, maybe we're not a fit for everybody and they're not a fit for us. So we understand that. But to answer your question, 650 annually is what we are, is the upfront cost. And we offer, you know, if you wanted exclusive areas, it can be more than that. Uh, but it's based on population. But 650 is a starting point to get into our program. 650 per year. Yes, sir. Yeah. And then all the rebates afterward. Correct. We've noticed, I noticed there's a big hole in the Northeast. I don't see any dots there. What's going on? What's going on with your New England network? Hey, we are aggressively looking for people in that area. That's for sure. All right. We'd love to partner with uh, any of your listeners in the area or the two of you. Absolutely. We need some coverage in that area. Some people looking to give back to our heroes. Right. Now, you know, another, you know, part of the, the this community that I think is you know, important for, for me to understand and discuss is not just about the, you know, financial needs or giving these rewards, but also a little bit about kind of their unique situations in the education that goes on with it. Particularly members of the military and veterans have a host of benefits that are available to them that can get fairly complicated to understand. And this is true for other aspects of these. Is there an educational component or an educational network that um, you set up your, the, the heroes and also set up the professionals so that they can, you know, more holistically and better serve all these clients? Well, in the end, we believe that education is is key. So we are constantly educating not only our partners, but trying to educate the general public as well as our heroes, because mm-hmm. many of these heroes, they have, well, multiple big corporations really kind of have, they're ingrained in the military community specifically, and they think that's the best option. But would you dig into the programs that they have for the heroes? Um, a lot of times those companies are, as I'm I'm not going to mention them, but they're essentially getting rich off the backs of the military. When you look at uh, what they charge and and how they get paid and the benefit they give back, it's, it's really pretty embarrassing. So it is an educational component that we have to have. And that's why we're doing things like these podcasts so that the military understand, hey, nobody's going to give you more back than we will. We are here to serve and appreciate and recognize what you have done for us. And the money is going into your pocket. That's where the money's going, not back into ours. Now, Grant, we got to make money, of course, but to keep the lights on. But the vast majority of what we are, our network is giving is going directly to the hero. Mm -hmm. Have you been traveling at all to conferences or going to any realtor or related industry conventions as a way of getting the word out? That's on the the books. Yes. So we're looking at a couple towards the end of the year. And uh, we've had a couple of people come back and tell us, hey, we were at a seminar or conference and your company was brought up. So the word is is getting out there. Uh, which mm-hmm. we're super excited about, but we're going to pour gas on that fire and see what we can do to to get the message out more. So absolutely, we're looking at uh, some uh, future conferences and seminars to to help. Right. Now, before you did this, you were a lender yourself. Is that right? That's correct. 
So it's a crazy real estate world that we're in right now here in mm-hmm. 2023. Have you noticed any changes over the past, say, 12 months? Have you been involved with this company? Like, is there momentum in certain components of your industry and your business? Are you seeing, I don't know, like, what, what are you seeing? Cause, you know, we ask this question of everybody cause, you know, we're all across the country and we're all seeing different things with, you know, mortgage rates as they are and inventory as it is, you know, what are some of your observations? Yeah. So obviously 2020 and 2021, they're uh, in the rear view mirror and long behind. So it's kind of a, you know, a a new era, so to speak, we're seeing uh, significantly lower uh, volume. Um, There are more, you know, uh, some buyers coming back into the process, but they are much critical or picky of the properties, seeing lots Mm -hmm. of people back out due to inspections. Um, We also are um, seeing seller concessions. We're seeing, of course, prices in most markets continuing to go up. Obviously, there are some exceptions to that, but uh, prices are still steady and uh, moving up in most areas. So yeah. uh, it's, you know, a lot of people are thinking they're going to wait until rates come down, but th- I don't think that's the best move because uh, homes are still going up and you're going to be paying five to 10% more when you look again um, by the time rates come back down. Yeah. Um, you know, this program, we're talking about the value of homeownership and helping, you know, those who serve the community be able to buy into the community. Um, but I just want to ask about investor buyers, um, particularly in the military. I see a lot of really smart decisions made by um, service members who may live in one area for a while, buy a property, and then when they move, turn that into investment property, rinse and repeat. And that builds generational wealth for their families. Is this program open to these heroes when they're transacting as investors? Yes, absolutely. So uh, it's not just for a primary residence, uh, but in that particular situation, if they are PCS into another location, then mm-hmm. that would be a primary residence. Um, and they would be able to use bonus entitlement to to get another VA loan. Um, so it would apply to that. And um, and for you know second homes or investment properties as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if, if you're working with a hero, of one of the five categories who wants to purchase a home, would they start with you and then you would refer them to a local uh, team in their market? Or I guess I have a two part question because I'm curious if working with somebody as part of your network, submitting offers, you know, as part of a hero's home advantage team or something, you know, does that give them a leg up as a seller is considering multiple offers? You know, those are two kind of unrelated questions, but I wonder what the benefit is besides getting rebates for a teacher or a soldier to be able to work through the program? Yeah. So good question. So the first question, you know, is kind of a two pronged approach, you know, our local partners in the different areas, you know, are generally marketing and promoting it within their area. They're also trying to we're helping them um, talk with large hero groups, organizations, companies, and develop um, what we call corporate affinities and offer this as a free benefit to all of their employees. So we're helping them with that on a like a kind of boots on the ground approach. We also were, as I mentioned earlier, doing national 
um, things to brand, increase awareness, and to help reach our heroes. So um, both of those approaches are um, are occurring out in the marketplace. So if it's a local partner and it's a boots on the ground, then they're probably going to reach out to that local partner first. Um, obviously, if it's national, then they're going to come to us first. Or if they find someone on the map in their area, they could go there first as well. So it could happen many different ways. But the key is they really need to start with either a hero partner or with us first, because once they start the process with a realtor, then in that scenario, most likely they're not going to be able to get the lion's share of the credit. Um, Mm -hmm. Now to your second question, I believe, yes, it is a huge advantage when you're competing because that's money that's not needed to be asked for closing costs, or that is um, money that they could utilize to maybe offer a little bit less because they are saving that $5,000 or more. So I think it absolutely gives leverage to buyers when they are working with us versus not. Mm -hmm. Rory, do you see any situations? I know like what are they called? Sweetheart letters. You know, when you write a letter to the people selling the house, you know, please sell it to us. You're, you're, you're not supposed to do that. It's illegal in some areas, right? I mean, I can just kind of speak for our jurisdiction. And when you start to, there's a way to improperly use personal characteristics to, um, you know, pitch your offer, um, you know, above others, just for anti-discrimination protections and other things. So you do need to tread carefully. And there we have several podcasts just on um, how to really walk that fine line. In the end, the stronger offer is going to win. In these situations where you have a lot of close offers, sure, there are a lot of intangibles. You know, having promoting somebody um, for their pr- profession doesn't go afoul of any anti-discrimination protections. Um, kind of letting the buyer, uh, letting the seller know that this person is a teacher, is a first responder in the community. There's nothing inherently wrong with that. You just need to be careful to make sure that it's not stepping in for something that's really improper and shouldn't be part of the decision-making process. Yeah. I just, I just wonder if an offer that's submitted where somehow Heroes Home Advantage is woven into that offer, I would, I don't know how, and this is probably something, mm-hmm. that, you know, we could think through afterward, how that could help that offer strengthened, you know, beyond just monetarily where the people that are making the offer can kind of move their numbers around because they know they're getting some rebate. That's probably a bigger I mean, question. That's going to be very case by case too. Also, you know, if the seller understands that the potential rebate to mean that this buyer might be able to afford more, that could also undercut your negotiating position. But really, is going to be on a case by case, you know, a property by property decision. Well, perhaps there are questions for David's, you know, weekly calls, right? You know, that, that you yeah, guys can right. kind of kick around. David, why don't we'll get into our final couple of questions we ask of all of our guests on the podcast. And then I'd love for you to tell everyone where they can learn more about Heroes Home Advantage. Obviously, we'll put it all in the show notes as well. Um, but we ask these of all of our guests that come on as a way of kind of tying things up and getting to know you a little bit more. Uh, there are really three simple questions. Uh, the first of which is if you can get on stage for half an hour and talk about any subject in the world that does not have to be about your profession, what would that be? That's a tough one. Um, I would probably say just my faith because it has such an impact and has the ability to impact uh, so many people around the world just in their day-to-day living and their relationships, how they work and operate, just their view of life and uh, and others. So uh, that's probably what it'd be. 
I'm, I'm sure you can weave that into the work that you're doing right now because there's a service in in both of those uh, those categories of conversation. Absolutely, yeah, they're definitely intertwined. Yeah. Second question we have: Tell us something that happened early in your life or career that impacts the way that you're working today. I think probably probably the best things that have just you know through self-evaluation analysis through reading books realizing that probably earlier in my career I uh, was more focused on how to you know hit certain goals and and how to achieve certain things uh, as opposed to how to serve and how to kind of empathize with people in their process of purchasing a home and really realizing that, you know, if I serve people and help them in the way that that other people aren't, then the goals and everything else will will fall into place. And so, you know, not recognizing, you know, every situation as a transaction, but as an opportunity to help and serve and educate other people. Yeah. A lot of that comes with maturity and experience, you know, professionally. I've spoken about this before, but I think I have more empathy toward parents in the workplace now that, you know, we're parents instead of, you know, many years ago when I was a sales manager and did not have a child. Not like I wasn't empathetic toward people that had children at home, but, you know, I didn't quite understand what they went through if they were having a bad day at work. And that might have been a spillover from a bad day at home. Not that I was a bad or tough sales manager particularly, but I get it. I mean, yesterday for us was a half day. It was a snow day. We had a you know child at home for the half day. The previous week, I had a child at home for two days in a row with a fever. You know, it's like that kind of empathy. I didn't get it back when I was just showing up at work every day, Monday through Friday. But Yeah, um, I totally do. I have a whole new level of respect for working parents. I'm fortunate enough that my wife works kind of part-time out of the house and she's able to help with the kids, but there literally is something every week, whether it's a sickness or seems like some kind of school holiday or day off. And I don't know how two working parents who have jobs in the workplace, they're not remote, how they do it these days. I really, really don't. And so I yeah. have tremendous empathy for them as well. I think empathy comes into, you know, the work that you're doing also with Heroes Home Advantage. You know, it's not just people that appreciate the work of the heroes that can benefit from your program, but certainly if 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 people are near and dear to heroes, whether it's their parents that, you know, served in one of these capacities or sibling or kids mm -hmm. or anything. I mean, you know, that's an obvious connection, mm -hmm. but I think that, you know, heroes and parents, I mean, all parents are heroes, for God's sakes, right? But like <laughs> parents and heroes, I see a lot of similarities, you know, between this. And I could see some of your people that maybe they decide to sign up for the program because their their dad or their mom served, uh, you know, as a fire person or, you know, first responder or overseas and they wanted to give back. I just see so much, you know, commonality there. And a lot of that stuff just comes with maturity. Um not that I was immature in my 20s and early 30s, but man, like you just, you need some life experience for you to really get this degree of empathy. Absolutely. Final question we have for you. Tell us something, anything in the world that you're listening to or watching or reading these days. Well, the book I'm reading right now, I think it's called um, or Success Dream or something along those lines. <laughs> I can't remember the name of it. It's actually by, I believe his name is McDermott. It's the last name. 
And he's actually from up in, in the New York area. And he talks about his upbringing. Now he's CEO, I think of, um, service now maybe, but, uh, um, it, it's a fantastic book talks about his upbringing and what he's done, you know, how he got to where he is and his uh, life experiences, work experiences and how he has learned, you know, about relating and managing people. Um, so it's, uh, it's been a, a really good book. I wish I could remember the name of it, but it, it's, uh, it's fantastic. I'm sure if we hit Google, we'll probably find our way there. You know, Google yes. can figure out exactly what we're trying to say. Rory, what else do you have for David? Any other final questions? No, um, I just want to say that, you know, this strikes my interest for, you know, for my businesses. And we can talk about that offline. But it's just important to, to me and my business to make sure that the servant leaders we have in our communities can afford to be part of our communities. And no one of these programs is going to solve the problem. No one of these programs is going to completely alleviate the the home affordability crisis we have in the country. But this is a, a nice uh, step in that direction. Um, so I'm really glad that we had you on today. Well, I really, really appreciate the opportunity. Hopefully it's beneficial for all of your listeners. And uh, if there's anything I can do to help, please let me know. I would be happy to help your listeners and, and anybody in your area um, in any way. How, how can our listeners get a hold of you if they want to learn more about the program? So the best place to start is the website, um, which is heroeshomeadvantage.com. Uh, we also are on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. So mm-hmm. all of those as well. And um, But definitely the best place to start is the website. Talks about how the program works and you know, the different areas and FAQs. But if for some reason there's not a partner in that area, please don't let that prevent you from reaching out because mm-hmm. uh, we also have other networks that we can reach out to um, even in areas that are not, you know, doesn't have a par- partner represented. Um, and one other thing I would ask is that uh, for any of your listeners, maybe that this doesn't apply, please share it with someone that it does apply and that needs to know about the program. Please share the podcast with friends or families or um, maybe your Facebook groups that mm-hmm. um, need to hear about our program. That would be a tremendous help for us and help us to get the word out. Well, yeah, we love it when people share this podcast and and we'll doubly love it if this one gets shared. Uh, we'll put all of your links in in our show notes along with your social media links. Yeah, if you heard this and you, it might not apply to you, but it might apply to somebody that you know, someone that you've worked with, you know, please send them a link to this podcast and have them subscribe as well so they can get all this great information uh, from us here at the Real Estate Law Podcast in future episodes. But David, we really appreciate your being on the podcast, it's um, you know it's been a pleasure to get to know a little bit more about you and Heroes Home Advantage. We definitely wish you the best. Thank you so much for having me on, and uh, really, really appreciate your time and your listeners, and uh, certainly appreciate just the opportunity to get the word out and hopefully reach more heroes and partners. And I did find out the name of the book is Winner's Dream. Winner's Dream. <laughs> Winner's, Winner's Dream. Winner's Dream. Rory, yes. write that one down and, and Rory, tell everyone where they can get a hold. Yeah. Wh- where can they get a hold of you as well if they want to reach out to you? Um, you can find me at my real estate brokerage. That's Next Home Title Town, nexthometitletown.com, or my law practice. That's Urban Village Legal, urbanvillagelegal.com. All right. 
And if you've enjoyed the podcast, uh, we love it if you can give us a five-star rating on iTunes or whatever platform you're listening. Uh, if you want to drop a comment in the comment field, we read all of those. We also read all the emails. If you want to email me, uh, Jason at nexthometitletown.com, we'll have a look at it. If you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, reach out to us and we'll take a look and see if we can get you scheduled. And if you want to reach out to David but feel intimidated, uh, reach out to him directly for some reason, you can reach out to me and I will forge a message over to David. So that's it. It's been another great episode of the podcast. David, thank you so much for being here. Rory, as always, thanks for all your insight. And thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. And we'll see you next time. Appreciate it. This has been the Real Estate Law Podcast. Because real estate is more than just pretty pictures. And law goes well beyond the paperwork and courtroom arguments. We're powered by Next Home Title Town, Greater Boston's progressive real estate brokerage. More at nexthometitletown.com. And Urban Village Legal, Massachusetts Real Estate Council, serving savvy property owners, lenders, and investors. More at urbanvillagelegal.com. Today's conversation was not legal advice, but we hope you found it entertaining and informative. Discover more at realestatelawpodcast.com. Thank you for listening.